Hello friends, today will be part two of the quality conversation with Granny and Aunt Shay. Um, We will kind of pick up where we left off. It gets interesting. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. So we are going to continue our conversation uh, from last week. Uh, it's part two of the quality conversation with Granny and Aunt Shay. This week gets a little more into um, her history at Calvary and our family's history um with with Calvary, with the Urshans, that kind of stuff. I found out some interesting things. Uh, apparently, my great-great-grandmother was a very powerful prayer warrior and had the gift of faith and healing. And uh, it, we'll get into it in the conversation. So stick around, listen for it. Um, we talk about modern-day idols. We talk about, <laughs> I don't know if it's this episode or another episode that I'm talking to Granny about the first miracle I ever saw. And it was when my granny was praying. So I don't know if that's this episode or not. If not, uh, let me know and we'll talk about it sometime. All right, without further ado, let's continue talking to granny and Aunt Shay. Well, I love you, granny. I love you too, baby. And I'm, I'm thankful for you and that you're committed, dedicated to God. That's right. I know no other life. Yeah. I think mom and dad raised me and the boys, how they saw you raising your girls, you know? Yeah. And that we know nothing else. No. We were shown nothing. Like, we knew there were other lifestyles. We were not that sheltered. We went to public schools and we traveled. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah. But we knew no other way to live. This is what we did. This is it, yeah. And I, I have seen families in the church, not just ministry families, but families in general, that they keep letting their kids go around yeah. people who not only have walked away from God, but actively tear down the people of God and the man of God. And, and then they're so work. shocked when their kids follow the backslider. Yeah, well, that don't work. That destroys everything around them. Yep. Yep. And they don't love it. If they loved it, they wouldn't talk, run it down and talk about it. Mm-mm. They receive not the love, the love for the truth. Yeah, you love your family. You don't tear it down to anybody. Mm. <laughs> you love them, so you're not going to talk, talk ill about them. So if you love the church people, and you do, you're not going to run them now. Yep. And you can't. I, I, I try to look at that like, what right do I have to run down somebody that Jesus died for? Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Who do I think I am? Yeah. Who am I to act like I'm better than them when so we both gross. got sins under the blood? Exactly. Yeah. We both have sins under the blood. I can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
I'm not gonna run my mouth about you. No. When there's plenty that you could run your mouth about. Not you're on me. Degrade me. Yeah. No. Well, the scripture's full of people who do it. It's they're in trouble because those people are God's people. Yeah. First and foremost. You talk about talk about the king's kid. Yeah. I'll be too happy with you. Well, when I think about the cleansing of the blood, there's nothing that can wipe away my sin but the blood. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Did somebody invite you to church? Did Aunt Frida invite you? Well, Frida, Aunt Frida. And then once you were in church, did it they give you Bible a, studies? It was a Sunday school contest. Oh, was it? And she kept after Dad, trying to get him to go. And of course, he didn't want to go. And they hadn't been, hadn't gone to church hardly in his life, if ever. And he didn't know anything about God, that's for sure. Hmm. Uh, so Granny French is the one that, is she the one that prayed or is that Granny Bonnie? That no, prayed and prayed and prayed. Bonnie is French. Is Granny French? Yes. She's my mom's mom. Grandma Harris, Grandma French was dad's mom. And she was the one named her. Mm. And there's hundreds as a result in the church. Yeah. As a result. Bon oh, I'm sorry, back up. Bonnie was dad's mom? Was pap no. Who was Papa's mom? What? She said French was oh, Papa's mom. That was Harris. No, I'm really good at this Harris. But French, oh, French was your dad's yeah. mom. Or yeah. your mom's mom. Yeah, French. What was her first name? Eva. Bonnie was your grandma, and French was your dad's mom. And Eva, Eva. I'm going to need a breakdown. <laughs> Eva was dad's mom. Oh, okay. And she wasn't in church. Eva was never yes, in church. She, she was the was, one that was in church. She was the same. Papa's mom. Papa's mom was not. Papa's grandma was in church. No, none of that. Who is Eva then? She is Grandma French. She was oh, my mom. Eva French. Gotcha. She was my dad's mother. Your dad's mother. So Eva French was Granny's dad's mom. So no, my great great. No. Not Granny's dad. Not 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 Mom's side. Granny, our Granny, my, her mom. Yes, was Bonnie. Yes, and she was in church only because she had married her dad, who was French. Right. Grandma French was the old matriarch of them all. Okay, so Grandma French, Eva French, and Bonnie married Harry. French. Had Bonnie, had Grandma, Harry French, and, she's my and Bonnie married Mary. Married Harry French. So and Grandma Eva French prayed and prayed and prayed for her family to get back in church. Yeah. And because of her prayers, and... We literally have lost count. And Frida invited you guys, and it just kind of went from there. And we don't, yeah, we don't know anymore, because we're also connected to the Urshans in some way. And we're only through a cousin. Yeah. So it, it's, it's 
there's a lot of people <laughs> who are in church because of Grandma French's prayers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like I need a family tree to keep all this you straight. Got it. Somewhere. I always get it like flipped and mixed up. So Eva French had Frank French, who married Bonnie. No. Harry French. Frank was his brother. Frank was his brother. But we're that we're not talking about Frank. We're talking about Harry. Married Harry French. Harry. Harry married Bonnie. They had Frida and Barbara, which is Granny, and Uncle. Uncle Bump and Uncle Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. Right. And Billy. And Billy. Yeah. And Papa's side, Papa Harris, his mom was not in church. None of, the, none none of, them, of them on the Harris side except were. Aunt Doodle, except no. Aunt Doodle and Uncle Jim. Right. No. They came in church about the same time no. that Dad and I did. Gotcha. Gotcha. No. Well, I tell you, that goes to show it's you, a huge, huge, you may not see huge. your prayers come to fruition, but family tree. no, she didn't. She but never saw a family member in church when no, she was grandma, alive. Grandma I didn't know, know if she had anybody seen. in church when she died. And now she has however oh, many hundreds of people. Yeah, they're not, you can't number. I'll tell you what, she's a regular old Abraham. Indeed. <laughs> I've heard her pray, and of course she's always, her and Grandpa was always poor, because he never worked, but she, he was uh, in church. Mm. it didn't make no difference who was there when it come time for her, her prayer life, she prayed. Did she pray at like a specific time every day? Yeah. Uh, she went, she had a little half bath. Oh, she had. Hey, leave that alone. Leave and that she'd alone, go please. to that half bath. And you're, you're laying Granny's chair back. Stop. You're going to put Granny in a cartwheel. Come over here and watch And George. she not only prayed watch and talked it, but she lived Look at his tractor. Yeah. Grandma lived it to, to the tea. Really. So she had a little half bath that she would go in and pray in? At a half bath. Hour. Yeah. A half bath. And she'd go in there in the daytime for Grandpa wouldn't he wasn't in the church. Mm. I think they said he did get the Holy Ghost sometime or another, I but I don't know. So was place. she at Calvary or was she in church somewhere in another no, church? It was Calvary. It was Calvary. And she always lived way, right way around back. Calvary. So oh. she she, she could walk. walk and get there. <laughs> You know, when we were there with mom and dad, I was, it's been years and years and years ago, they drove me by a house that I think, like they were showing me where everything was. And like that house in comparison to the old Calvary Tabernacle Sanctuary. Yeah, it was right behind Calvary. Mm. There was an alley between it. In the city, there's alleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And there was an alley behind, between Calvary and that house. Hmm. It was a big old two-story house. A very rich heritage. Yes. She lived there part of the time. 
part of the time she she lived where she had to walk to church. And uh, they said that one of the preachers, old <laughs> old Calvary, way back in the day, was in the shape of a cross. Yeah. The whole building. So I don't know who built it and why it was that, but at any rate, that's what I I bet said. Anna Marie knows. She knows she lots of things. But uh, it was like that. So then, but there was a, I can't think of his name, but it starts with an H. That was a pastor. And then Brother a, another man named Hookstra became the pastor for a while. And I think it was him or Brother Urshan, one or the other, or both. I don't know, but they would take Grandma French to, with them to pray for people. Oh. Because she was I that think, kind of prayer warrior. I think they both did. Because people would be healed. Because Grandma was anointed uh, to pray for the sick. Mm. And she'd pray they'd be healed. She used to lay hands on us kids who'd be sick. We'd be get well real quick. <coughs> what I don't understand is how she can have that kind of prayer life, that kind of faith demonstrated. Faith and works. And none of her family come to church. That doesn't make sense to me. Her. They just took it for granted. New mom was in the church, and and they were acquainted, familiar. Some of the younger girls, my aunts, my dad's sisters, when they before they was married, they were young. They was in the church. Mom said they used to get in the spirit and dance and dance and heal all of their dude. So they've been there and had done that. But me as a kid, but they got know. away from that. Yeah, I didn't know them as that. It's, you don't remember them doing that, Ashley? Oh no, I, I, they were never in the church. No, I Sharon was a kid didn't. Or a huh? One of them, Kathy Urshan's grandma, which was Uncle Frank and Harry's sister. Oh, okay. That one either. She was in the church. So they got away from it. Yeah. Stuff, stuff just gets in the way. You it's end up like putting things today, before God. They get, they get wrapped up in something else, and they just venture away. Yeah. Something Jobs. else is more important. Though. Depression yeah. happened during that. So, you're saying they people still today? It's, problems are not that different. No. They get all caught up in something and it takes them away. So here's the question. What do you guys think? This is, you know, Granny and Aunt Shay, they know things. What do you guys think are modern day idols? What is it that people put before God now? Their jobs, money, money, pleasures, oh, pleasure. Yeah. Money, definitely. Self-centeredness. Clothes. People used to couldn't couldn't afford to clothes, nice clothes all the time. Yeah. And Silas is home. That was my mother. She didn't have nice clothes. 
so she didn't go to church. So she made clothes her idol. Very intimidating. So it was a pride thing. Yeah. Very much. Oh, very, very much. much so. I think it all comes back to pride it in does. one way or another. It does. Yeah. So money, absolutely. Wanting more money, keeping up with whoever keep you're supposed to keep up, up with now. With Joneses, yeah. Yeah. I, I have found... Calvary was... Uh, they were not rich people, but they were well-to-do people. Yeah. They were business people. Only Mostly business, business people. Business yeah. And so they were big. Your mom felt bankers. uncomfortable. Yeah, and to keep up with that. Even though they never said you got to keep up with this and look a certain way. Absolutely. She oh, put that yeah. on herself. She always, mom always <coughs> thought she would, wasn't worthy to go, but she did have the Holy Ghost. I don't think dad ever got it. She had the Holy Ghost and she had been baptized in Jesus' name. And when we came into the church, mom and dad came into the church, she would sit, it was, she lived it at home. Yeah. And studied the word, she studied the word. She did. And her and dad would just talk, 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 talk. Bye. Yeah. But. She married an unbeliever. She married an agnostic actually oh and he i don't know that he forbid her that she didn't go so once again it matters who you marry oh yeah my goodness she was in a dilemma when because grandpa harry had left her way back when and all of that was you know yeah back in that day divorce was terrible in the world let alone in the church yeah yeah you think that played into why she felt unworthy? Oh, absolutely. Being a, a single mom she never or would someone who married, yeah. I think. Mm. Yeah, I believe my mom made it. Well, you had that one dream that you were standing at the back door and the rapture was taking place. Yeah. And she was in front of you and went and you were wow. right behind her. When did you have that dream? That was on March 3, years ago. I was standing at the back, our back door, and all of a sudden, uh, I was caught away. And I, I turned and looked back, and Mom, Mom was standing, seemed like she was standing at the door, or she just left the door and was coming behind me. And I always felt after that that she was in the going to be in the rapture. She's a backslider. And uh, most of my life. But I, I feel like... Um, like in the end, the she made it right. She, she kept it. she kept her faith, yeah, even through Absolutely. not feeling worthy to even go to the house of God. Right. I remember as a teenager, just carrying a burden for her, and just would beg her to go, <clears throat> and she would just pacify me. I now yeah. I know who she was, but I, now I also know that she just couldn't forgive herself. 
For one thing, the church, the church, preached against divorce so hard. Yeah. That in was, any circumstance, it was almost like you, you know you couldn't be saved if you were divorced, whether you had reason or not. Right. Whether you she, were at fault or not. She had reason. She truly did have reason. Mm. Aside from him having affairs, he. He'd be he roughed her up a few times. Yeah. yeah. She's Matters. a little bitty. Almost yeah. as little as Anna Marie. And he was big. Big. Yeah. At any rate, it was just it was a bad deal and she just couldn't see her way to go. So your marriage to Papa then I'm assuming you were very, very young when you got married. Yeah. But I'm assuming you learned from watching your parents what to do and what not to do. Right. <laughs> right. You learn either way. You just got to figure out if you're going to do or not do what you've learned. Oh, absolutely. And of course, Dad's parents, there was none of that in their lives. Dad, but they brought him from a long way. He loved him <laughs> to bring him so far. So Papa pretty much thought he was God's favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I personally feel like I could be on God's favorite list. So I guess I get that match. <laughs> to have brought him from such a long way. So what was Papa before? What he was, was just a sinner. before Christ, Papa? He was a really good sinner. He's a good sinner. He was a good. He was a good man. He smoked cigarettes, but he never did talk bad or do bad things. You know. Um, he was a good moral person. Yeah. Moral. But yeah. he just didn't have revelation or the Holy Ghost or the. No. Didn't know nothing about it. Well, he always said that church was for old women and little kids. Oh, really? Yeah, he made that statement. <laughs> Turns out that, that <laughs> they just get in church and flip their lids. We went to church that Sunday his. morning with Freda. Uh, she, Sunday, Cal Rivers having a Sunday school contest, and we went for her. And no, she I bought him a new suit. Yeah. For a couple of years on the bus. Because you were, I mean, the oldest. How old were you when they got in church? Ten. Okay, so you were a bus kid, technically. Yeah. Aunt Shay was a bus kid. Did Aunt Peg go with you? No. Just you? I was four years older than her. So, so obviously I you were saving Aunt Peggy, wasn't Get myself ready. <laughs> I can imagine. And I went with the neighbor lady next door. Oh, okay. Bus. Interesting. Because her husband didn't go either. Mm. And at that time, I was the first Sunday school teacher I remember, I was nine years old. That's when I learned the books of the Bible. Yeah. When I was nine. I think there are, I think kids' ministry has changed a lot. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And in some areas it needed to. Yes, it did. Needed to kind of evolve and adapt to the times. But I feel like there are some things that were 
we're losing. Yes. Like some some things that the kids just somehow don't know, even though they're going to Sunday school. Like you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's like it's not in one specific place. It's kind of like everywhere. Oh, it's it's society. Period. Everything's dumbed down. They, kids understand more than uh, we think they do. Oh, I know they do. They can handle Bible stories. They can handle biblical principles. They, they can need handle. to memorize scriptures. Hide it in your heart. Yes. The amount of kids that don't even know what books are in the Bible or that you can talk about a parable or you're like, what? It makes it real tough on the preacher because yeah. you can't assume that everyone knows basic Bible stuff now. Not at all. It was funny because I challenged Grant to memorize the books of the Bible. Five at a time, I said. We learned them in the hot tub. Obviously. I said five, five at a time, Grant. Just five at a time. So we learned the first five or ten. And then he went home and I said, you learn the books of the Bible and I'll send you a $66 check. Well, there you go. Did he do it? And so that was a challenge. Yes, he did. So he gets in high school. And for some reason or other, one of his teachers was teaching something and said now something about there being a book in the Bible. You probably won't know where it is at all. It's Ezra. And he said, I know where it is. <laughs> he told me that. Tickled me to death. I oh, challenged yeah. Brooke, but she never did take the challenge. She was not up for the challenge. And smart as a whip. Yeah. Yep. But I went as I went at nine years old on the bus, and then I don't know how old I was when they came, started coming, and I free to invite them. I don't remember. But I was I was real little still. We started church in uh, fifty-eight. Fifty-eight, because you got Something the Holy like Ghost that, in yeah. fifty-nine March, and I got it in fifty-nine of November. Mm. Well, See, that's like 64 years ago. We got history with the Lord. We got history. And the Lord not still answers prayers. Not just recorded. Hmm. Yes. Yep. Well, thank y'all for talking with me. I think I'm going to have to make this two episodes. Because it, <laughs> it's over an hour now. Oh, my Lord. That's okay. We'll probably talk more later and I'll hit the record button. I, I don't know. I might get three episodes out of this surprise trip to Granny's. Well, it's... it's uh, we try not to have shallow conversation in this family. Alright, I love y'all. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And... Thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human.